Welcome, everyone. We're about to begin. Be'ezus Hashem, Shalom Bayis, Shir number 60. Email address, shalombayis777 at gmail.com. Uh, we were talking about the dangers outside the home and how strong you have to commit to your marriage and feel as you're married, and inside, outside, and um, to be very careful when you're outside in the workplace or wherever you are. And this is especially true if you're in a situation in your marriage where things became stale or the physical affection in the marriage is non-existent or there's a coldness or there's a lack of warmth. It could become an assignment to desire that warmth outside of marriage. But again, I'm telling you and I'm pleading with you, there are ways to deal with that and get help for that and improve upon that. But running and trying to find those type of comforts outside will end up in disaster, not just next world stuff, in this world. It creates pain and suffering and disaster. It's a very big red flag. And it's very, very important. And another red flag, if a coworker tries to laugh at with you, tries to touch you even accidentally on purpose. That happens, you know, they, oops, I'm sorry, but they do touch you. Be careful with all of that stuff. Be very, very careful. Body language and things like that. Some people try to intentionally bond with you. Be careful with that. And um, we're going to stop the subject for now. We'll go on to what we just started to talk about at the end of next, of of the previous uh, shear, in regards to infidelity when it already happened. And listen to the end of last year, but to continue, the healing process is not an overnight type process. It takes, you have to take it day by day, sometimes hour by hour, um, because the one that was hurt very often can get into a very, very dark place, feeling humiliation, being upset, worrying about the future, Nervous about what else did my spouse do that they haven't told me about. And to build that trust is very, very difficult because the bottom line is that trust has been betrayed. And the one who hurt the the other partner, the one who did the hurting by being unfaithful, has a lot of heavy lifting work to do. And... um, it works both ways, whether men were unfaithful to their wives or wives that were unfaithful faithful to their husband. Rule number one, when that happens, or that already happened, end the affair, period. If you have to change jobs, you change jobs. If you have to change neighborhoods, you change neighborhoods. If, it, if that emotional affair, even if it wasn't sexual, but it was a very deep relationship happened in a bungalow colony never go to that bungalow colony again you break off from that person from with whom this emotional or sexual affair happened completely no way that trust can be rebuilt if this person is still accessible to the one who had the fear with them and that the victim the one that was hurt needs to know this, that if your 
husband or wife that wasn't faithful or even emotionally connected to another person, they need to know that one of the non-negotiable agreements that has to take place if then we're going to move forward and heal from this is a total break of contact completely forever from this person. And it has to be transparent and very clear that the wife, the one that was hurt, or the husband that was hurt, is knows for a fact and is clear that there is no communication forever and ever. It will never happen again. And um, now, as far as whether if an infidelity took place and your spouse doesn't know whether to tell them or not to tell them, there are certain things that are beyond me. This question is beyond me. I wouldn't be able to answer such a question. That's something you have to ask a professional mentor, rov, counselor. Um, that's something that I cannot answer. Um, but one thing is clear, whether your spouse knows about it or doesn't know about it, you have to end it, period, and end it now. And um, once your spouse does know, then there has to be, uh, you have to tell the, her, her or him everything, answer the questions honestly, because the only way trust can be rebuilt right now is if there's an openness, and even if it hurts the person, you have to tell them. You have to tell them. And again, um, so I'm just letting you know, because if anyone, sometimes they do get feedbacks and stuff, uh, I cannot advise if someone did not tell their spouse yet whether to tell them or not to tell them, it's beyond me. I cannot, uh, um, I, I don't know enough, not experienced enough to know how to answer such a question. What I will tell you is that logically they do have a right to know. You hurt them and there was a commitment there and you violated that commitment. They have a right to know. And they have a right, if they want, to walk away from this relationship. Sometimes you're fearing telling the person because they'll just walk, walk away. And they have a right to walk away. And you have to realize that after, if you did this and you were in you know, infidelity, and I'm not judging. I'm not judging. Who am I? But responsibility comes along with it. So the one who did this and hurt their wife this way or hurt their husband this way, they need to know that whether halachically or hashkafically they are, should tell, not tell, they have a right to know Be'etzem, and they have a right if they want to walk away from the marriage because you hurt them this way. And um, sometimes it's worse if you hide these things. And when it's out in the open, there's transparency and the victim spouse, once they know, they should know everything because the secrets at that point is poison and it has to be out in the open. And um, it's um, they have a right to that information. But in some situations, I don't know the answer of whether you can or can't say and what halachic ramifications are and the emotional ramifications are. 
And especially if it's something that was already far in the past and it's over and done with and it hasn't happened for years and years, that's even more of a question whether you should tell, not tell. Uh, This stuff is beyond me, and I'm telling you point blank, it's beyond me. I, 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 I don't know. I don't know. I could talk things through, explains pros and cons, but you have to ask somebody who is more in this field and competent to answer such questions because this is really, really serious, serious uh, questions that could affect people, that could affect their children, could affect marriages, and um, I don't know how to answer them. But the key is, what is clear, and this I could say, if your spouse does not know about it yet, whether you tell them or don't tell them, and that's your decision, and you ask halachic and ashkafic authorities what to do, but you have to end it immediately. And then, if the advice is to tell your spouse, then at that point, once you tell them, they need to know everything that they ask and be open completely, because that's the only way trust can be rebuilt. And what I could try to encourage and say that once this has happened, and once you're the hurt spouse knows about this, and they're in this devastation immediately afterwards, which is extremely and horribly painful, don't give up. It's a Tishabov. It's Mamasha Tishabov after Chorban when this happens, and then in the first stages when the hurt spouse knows about it now, and the one that hurt them feels terrible remorse and wants to undo it and doesn't know how to go about it. It's a terribly, terribly painful situation. But this brokenness can ultimately be repaired. It can. Because Tishabov is repairable. The Khurban is repairable. That breach of relationship between HaKadosh Baruch Hu and Yisrael that we violated again and again and we got two Batei Mikdashim destroyed in the process with the the, the the Kalim desecrated with Titus coming in and doing who knows what in the Kaidash HaKadoshim and yet Hashem says I'm not cutting off this relationship and if some if a marriage could be rehabilitated it needs to be tried to be rehabilitated despite the very deep wounds that are there Hashem can forgive, Hashem will forgive, but you have to mean business. Your spouse can forgive too, but you have to mean business. You don't make excuses. Don't say, I felt alone, you were distant, and this and that. There's a separate part of that where each one needs to work on their own things, but this is not the time for this. You were wrong, period, no matter what extenuating circumstances caused it. and You have to accept that responsibility, and that's key number one. So again, to summarize this very quickly, if the hurt spouse doesn't know yet about it, I don't know what to say. I'm not capable of answering advice of what to do or not. You need to ask a Shaila with a competent Rav or mentor to advise what to say, how to say. I cannot answer that. But if you, do not, if the, if you were told not to say, you must end it now, period, and if you were told to say at that point, then you have to be totally open because the trust has already been breached. And now in order for the trust 
to be reestablished. There cannot be any secrets between the two of you. We'll continue, Bessas Hashem, in the next year.